0: Welcome to You Are the Salt, a podcast for Christian female leaders and entrepreneurs. Whether you're starting out in your business or career or already on that path and that journey, I believe this podcast can be the source of encouragement you have been looking for. With your host, as always, Louis Louia. <laughs> hey, well guys, if you're watching this live, you can probably see my face. But <laughs> we're well, having to do this um again. But yeah, I'm basically joined with an amazing guy called Sam Chander, who's the executive and student pastor at Lighthouse Manchester. So I was saying before that I met um I met Sam through Auntie Cathy, uh, Kathy, who's one of the per- one of the people that has been on the podcast before. She's a psychiatrist, somebody that I really look up to and she said there's this fantastic guy called sam you need to get connected with him he'll be able to help you out and just collab with him to do with you know young people and anything to do with faith so that's why i thought it would be great to get sam on um so i'll get sam to give a quick introduction to himself maybe just like a one minute introduction if you're giving like your elevator pitch who
1: who is <laughs> oh my goodness that's interesting okay say so one minute gosh i think that intro is was- very generous, but thank you. <laughs> um, okay, one minute. Um, yeah, my name is Sam, uh, Samuel Chanda and Zambian. <laughs> Born in Zambia, uh, spent 10 years there and then moved over to England uh, to an incredible place called conference. But yeah, uh, I am part of an incredible church in Manchester now uh, called the Lighthouse Church. And uh, yeah, recently I just became the executive slash student pastor here. So yeah, I think that's one minute. <laughs> that's one minute. So that's a bit of me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think you did well. And yeah, I guess we've got quite a few things in common. Both Zambian, both love the Lord, and yeah. So let's let's do this. It's gonna be good. It'll be good. Right. To- yeah. So obviously, you went to university, studied business marketing. I'd love us, I'd love you to talk about that time at uni, what was life like then, and then also how you got into working at church. So who was Sam at university? Let's go back to that time. Who was
1: that Sam? A very good question. Who was Sam? Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cool. So I think there's a, there's definitely a flip switch kind of thing uh, But who was Sam at uni. Uh, I think first year of uni, definitely uh, Sam was someone, I guess I was someone who's really trying to figure out who I am. Um, I, one of the things I ended up finding out was um, the power of black culture and things like that. So I grew up in an area where it was predominantly uh, white people. So some of the things that uh, other black young people that were around that i kind of met at uni uh that had experience and stuff i can't really say i'd experienced so i got there and i stood out like a sore thumb so i was almost like trying to rejig myself like from living to listening to ben howard and i still love like that kind of music ben howard like
0: ben howard i still love howard is sick oh i don't think I've <laughs> yeah. met actually like i like
1: really yeah ben howard or that to kind of almost understanding like the lyrical meaning be behind like a Kendrick Lamar song, that kind of difference. So I, I very much stood out, but it was a very, it was a time for me to almost understand myself. And I think um whilst understanding myself, I can definitely say there was a lot of uh, trial and errors. There was a lot of, okay, is this for me? No, it's really not. Uh, and that also fed into my church life. I think when I went there, uh, bless parents. Parents are a blessing from God. And, uh, and, uh, what they had done, they had partnered me up with a church uh, of an uncle, who's an amazing person, uh, to go to their church. But as soon as I went there, I knew it wasn't for me. Um, so I kind of just distanced myself um, and then tried another church with a friend that I knew. But it was a North Zim church and yeah. being Zambian, you blend in. And they were talking to me in Shona, and I was like, I don't, I don't understand this. So I kind of just like obviously just detached myself and then um
0: zims but, are terrible I, with that. they will not uh, zim, zim people no offense i love my zim people two of my best friends are zim but yeah. they love their language it's actually really hard to stop them like they will not yeah. you'll be like yeah. i don't understand doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> they're like you're Zambi. You, you can understand literally and i'm like no and i'm
1: there'll be times that you'll be sad in the service and of course I understand it because it was Zim Church and their idea was obviously it was a Zim community so there'd be times where you sat there and the the sermon would go into Shauna and I'm like okay so now I'm really lost do you know what I mean that kind of thing so um and at that time like uh, as a young person uh and this is something that's massive that I found as a young person there's always FOMO like fear of missing out and Mm -hmm. if majority of people around you are not even waking up on a Sunday to go to church um, because I stayed up all night playing FIFA or whatever. I think there's that poor factor of, okay, I wanna stay around. I wanna have fun with my friends. So anyways, I detached myself from church for a while. Um, Saying that though, I still kind of like read my Bible or that kind of thing and did my Christian walk, but not just together with the community uh, that I can call my church. And then, Placement year, so my course was a four-year course. Um, mm. My placement year, third year, I came back home, joined this church, the Lighthouse that I'm part of, and just super got connected to uh, the community, here started serving, and that's where really my journey continued, not began, but continued uh, to where I am now.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's really good. So earlier, we were talking about like how you got into church, and you said that it was always something working in a church how you got into working in church and you said it's always something that you had wanted to do it's always something that you had thought about Mm -hmm. what were those seeds who what were the seeds that were planted and what was it about working in ministry that you thought yes this is what i want to do this is where i want to be like give us some yeah understanding as to why
1: Mm -hmm. cool i think um in our household in our family we've got this um forever ongoing joke uh which is my mum kind of gave me over to the church because the whole story with Samuel was Hannah kind of that she couldn't bear children and then when she prayed to God it's like okay this baby you give me I'm going to give him back to just to you uh, and he's going to serve you God so that's like almost like a, an ongoing joke with my mum like will always say yeah mum you kind of s- not sacrifice me but you gave me over to the church before I could even have a say but some of the seeds that um were always planted in me i think um thank god for youth leaders because i think they spot things that as young people you don't think are anything kind of thing and i think one of the things that uh i never realized until i was older that uh, my youth leaders used to spot in me was this sense of leadership and gathering people together uh some spiritual gifts i guess i'd say uh i have and uh I always used to get annoyed because when I was younger, I would always be the youngest amongst the group, but I'll be the one getting told off, like if the group is messing about, the youth leader will come to me and say, Sam, like stop, if we need to pray, the youth leader will come and say, hey Sam, can you pray, and I was like, yeah, but I'm the youngest, like do you not, do you not pick on the older ones kind of thing to lead by example, Um, so those were some of the C's that were being like planted in me and then um also things like going to show survival like summer camps um i remember when i was 13 14 going away with my youth group and uh, there was one night where mike Pulavachi was like okay uh in the afternoon we're praying over you for the Holy Spirit to kind of just come over you guys and you encounter the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to ask you to step up in boldness and go pray for people. So um, little old 14, 13 year old me uh, grabbed one of my incredible friends. and was like, bro, let's just go see what happens. And I remember praying for this guy called Sam as well. Uh, he was on team at Soy Survivor. I remember this so vividly. And I remember just praying for him. It wasn't like I was going crazy i just okay let the holy spirit use me in this moment pray for him and um he fell in the spirit and i was like whoa like i can't believe this happened and the feeling and sensation of being used by god was just like wow this is amazing uh i want this so yeah i guess those are some of the seeds that that were always within me that kind of were being cultivated as i grew older as well to find myself where i am
0: that's awesome i love that and i think like i love what you said about people seeing things in you because it's often like when people say stuff about you and what they see in you i feel like those are the things that you hold on when you're trying to figure out okay what's my next step what should i do like those words that people say like you start to gather them and then you start to like they help you make that plan and and i just think it's just so powerful but yeah. i wanted to also ask about so you volunteered you had a year of volunteering within your placement year at university and you did that at a church what was your first year of actually working in a church like what were some of the skills you had to to learn within that first year and what are some of the skills that you still have to learn even now um you know working in the church in the in your new position as well so maybe you can talk us about you can talk to us about the skills that you had to learn in your first year and then some of the skills that you've had to learn in recent years as well yeah
1: course um just before i go into that i think one thing that you said that just hit me there is um people speaking into people uh and until you collect them back that's when you kind of realize that okay god has been painting a picture for you i think uh that's why it's super important especially for people in positions that others kind of uh look up to uh or people that people look up to to speak speak wise words and words of encouragement as well because I think words have got power anyways going wow. to the question yeah. that
0: uh <laughs> yeah no I 100% agree I 100% agree
1: right and I think um yeah gosh that's a whole topic because that's how you can get uh spiritual uh abusiveness that's how you get spiritual development through all those things right I think it's it's um it's from the words we speak because. When you speak a word people hear it it's always like a text message right like however you send a text message think how is somebody going to read it and interpret that and that's how we should always think when we speak right and uh there's tones this anyways so that's the whole conversation like we,
0: we, should, we should touch on that we should definitely touch on that. <laughs> Yeah, just say whatever you feel like is on your heart. Just say it and we can go into the next topic after. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I think um, especially as uh, young people um, in a society that we live in, especially as young Christian people, should I even say, uh, there's an opportunity for us to be able to speak life into situations. Um, I think there's this almost kind of season of... Um, not even season, or frustration or battle going on behind the scenes, uh, that is based on the words that people speak. Words of people who are seen in certain positions. Um, I think you can make or break somebody's day through a word that you say, right? You know, there's sometimes where somebody just says a word and you're like, oh, that's during my whole day, right? Uh, Or somebody says a word and it's like, where's this energy come from? It's like I've drank 10 rebels. And as Christians, we have to realize we have that power, especially with the enemy using mental health as an angle to to attack young people. I think it's super sad to hear so many young people dealing with so many mental health issues, knowing that as Christians, we have the hope, right? That that hope can be communicated through the words that we speak. Uh, A lot of times we go to the Bible and say, read this scripture, read this word that should be lived through us in the words that we speak. And that can bring life to people. So, yeah, I don't know where, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's super important, the words that people speak, because sometimes you can speak a word and it might not almost manifest. And by manifest, I mean, it might not hit somebody, you know, like the light bulb moment, Mm. it might not hit somebody until they're in a situation and they're like, oh, who said that? Oh, where did that come from? Oh my goodness that's elevated me do you know what i mean so yeah uh, it's it's yeah it's easy to do as well um hey have a lovely day wow yeah. at the checkout hey how's your day going oh wow yeah how is it you sat here like just how do you process these products so quick you know the audi thing that like everyone says audi checkouts like are super quick and stuff like that like just be like hey like how how are you guys that fast conversation bring joy to people Aldi, it's, it's, sponsor me mm-hmm. right audi <laughs> get to louis asap do you know what i mean but yeah i think i love what you say definitely i think when we look back there are certain words that paint a picture towards what God is doing and I think as Christians we should definitely look to be helping God paint that picture in any way that we can so
0: yeah and I feel like there's so many soft skills that are needed within the church that people forget so as we I mean you probably know more about church history and church how things are progressing in church but I find that as churches are becoming a lot more technology technologically advanced and changing and stuff like that sometimes it can become very like businesslike. um mm. but one thing that i really like about christians or christian culture is that a lot of christians are very like happy they're very joyous and stuff like that and i feel like we need to keep that because some churches you go to them and it's like you can't talk to the pastor you can't conversate with people <laughs> it's like you gotta have it's almost like you have to, to buy the vip ticket to get to certain places in the church and i and i just And I don't think that's what church is meant to be like. And yeah, but I'd love us to talk about some of the skills that you felt that you needed to work in a church, um, whether it's soft skills and you can even speak about spiritual things that God has taught you that you needed to work Mm -hmm. in your position um, as youth pastor and executive leader. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. I think, um, gosh, that's, it's a loaded question. I love loaded questions, but I think (laughs) one thing i can definitely say is um your heart and attitude behind everything that you do is the biggest skill that you need to learn uh to have uh to work for one church but any organization like i think uh when we say everything that we're doing we're doing it as as if we're doing it unto the lord uh that is a game changer because you're challenged with every single thing that you do to do to your best ability. And I think if you're coming in with that mindset and that heart, uh, skills are easy to, to be taught. Um, a lot of times I think we look at skills first, but you can have the best skills if you don't have the right heart and attitude and mindset, you're not going to stay. You can, they say, I think I was reading this incredible book. Um, and it says, uh, your skills will get you through the door but your attitude will keep you in the room. And I think that's so big, like a lot of times we work to get in the door, but actually, if your attitude stinks, or if your heart is not behind everything, or your heart is in the wrong place, I think very soon either people won't want to work with you, or you won't want to work with people, or you just be frustrated in a place, so either you go or they go. uh, And that's the heart behind it. So I think, By God's grace, I've always been somebody who's, who's able to take constructive criticism, uh, who's able to want to work to the best of my ability. Uh, Maybe that's a bit of a people pleaser within me, but I think I always want to do it to the best of my ability. And because of that, a lot of the skills that I picked up whilst working within church so far um, have been because of my attitude towards learning um so going back to your question some of the skills i really had were just people skills i love people i loved in life with people uh people skills um being able to be approachable um that's massive working for church because i think uh it's a community uh, a community of uh believers and i think uh there's something important in being able to for someone to feel like they can come and talk to you. Just something as simple as that. Um, But like you were saying, churches are developing technologically as well, Uh, but also though churches are not like, they're not a business, uh, the foundational structures of them can be very similar to like any organization. So there are some important skills that you need to learn. So for example, if you wanna come on and start volunteering for like media stuff, uh, have a handle on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like know how to to work around Instagram, around Twitter, uh, be tech savvy in that way. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to know how to create those graphics, but like know how to post. Do you know what I mean? Know how to maybe get engagement or what the prime times to post are, those kind of things, right? So uh, personally, when I came in, I actually came in uh to help with our young adult ministry called movement and uh there were two of us who came on board at the same time and mine were organizational stuff so uh i remember the first year i came in as a volunteer we that was the first year we decided we'd take our young adults to kevin lee wells and do a team weekend away so that became like almost my thing so i was the operational manager for all that like dealing with the place where we're going that's calling them up and just finding our prices, the coaches, uh, how would sign ups are happening, who's signing up, uh, getting the media team to create like um, the graphics and invites and promo stuff, like all those things. So almost overseeing that whole project. Hence I've kind of inevitably ended up in the executive role kind of thing, like as a pastor, because that's pretty much overseeing a lot of the operations that are going on across the whole church now so can you see how that's kind of translated across so so yeah so i guess those were some of like the skills that i had but in a nutshell if you're going for a media role like be passionate about it have the right attitude but also know okay like the basics i.e posting on Instagram, Instagram posting. And so uh, on Facebook, like all the social medias, the learning of how to create those graphics can come later. Um, but if you can't even post, it's, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Start Somewhere. When you were saying that, I was, I was thinking, it'd be great to also talk about some of the different roles within, maybe you could talk about your church where you've, you know, you've obviously been there, but some of the churches that you know about, some of the different roles that people can actually take on. So if people wanted to go into full employment, um, mm-hmm. some of the things that they could do, and also voluntary, if they just wanted a year out to volunteer, some of the things that they can do. So it would also be great if after that, you could talk about like the difference between the executive role and then the youth uh, pastor role as well, which I think you kind of covered kind of more organizational and then more relational, but yeah, you can cover it again.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I think, um, gosh, church is such a great space like I think all across the board there's so many different opportunities and different skills that you can pick up uh I always think starting from serving on a Sunday is a big place to be first before you even come into like on team whether volunteering or or anything else because serving on a Sunday or serving yeah serving on a Sunday shows that commitment and it's a buy-in like I think uh with whatever we do if we've got a buy-in uh and by by buy-in, I mean like something that uh almost is a sacrifice so if you're serving on a Sunday you are sacrificing your time um so that's your buy-in already uh so I think if you can serve on a Sunday first uh that's always a big place to be because you straight away discover what you love and what you don't love, kind of thing. What you're passionate about, what you don't, what you're not too passionate about. Um, if it's volunteering and working for church, there's so many roles. There's media stuff, so like creating the media. Like we were saying, like tech, uh, churches are developing technologically, and I think what that looks like is we're publishing the word in different ways than we used to, right? So uh, the, the Bible says publish the word, right? They publish the word, like publish the gospel. And what that looks like for some churches now is through your videos, like creating videos, creating graphics and posting on your Instagram, your YouTubes, uh, all those things. So there's like a whole media section. Uh, there's like um, student sections where, You're you're dealing with students there's uh, in our in our um, church we've got after service meals teams which is just a simply like a team that will once a month like put on an after service meal why because we want to gather everyone together create that community join on like from that, you can easily jump onto the cafe team. Do you know what I mean? And the cafe team, if your church is blessed with a cafe, you can work in the cafe. Those skills can be transferable to your Starbucks. Do you know what I mean? Those kind of things. So churches are endless. Um, I don't know if that answers your questions in terms of roles like churches are endless. There's so many roles that you can be involved in. Uh, there's admin roles, like being able to, to be part of the accountancy team where, Offering needs to be counted by someone and then needs to be taken to the bank. Do you know what I mean? Those kind of things. Just as churches are a business, like churches are not a business, but they can be run as a business to some extent. So if you can think of any circular organization and some roles that are there, you can most definitely find them in church. The only difference is that you are, in a way, always communicating. God through everything that you're doing which you are in a circular world as well but if
0: hey, you, I actually used to work at a church um a while okay. I worked at it was my second job right. and I think when I started working there I wasn't really going for it you know it wasn't like this big light bulb moment where I'm like God he has put this on my heart it was like do you know what I'm gonna be a manager so I'm gonna do this So I was like an admin person in my first job when I got out of uni and then I didn't like it. And then um, I met somebody um, through a friend who was like, oh, you should come and work at my church. You know, we're hiring for this position. It's an admin manager. So I took on this position within the church and, and I didn't really enjoy it and I'll say the reasons I didn't, I didn't enjoy it because I think I was doing it for the wrong reasons, I was kind of just doing it more for the title, um, also the type of church that it was was really small, so I was literally just working by myself, like mm-hmm. like like most days on my own, and wow. I don't mind working from home now, which is really weird, mm-hmm. I don't mind working from home, but then I live with people, if that makes sense, but it's different when you're completely by yourself, and you're yeah. not getting many phone calls and stuff like that, and one thing that that situation taught me was the kind of environment that I want to work in. So Good. also thinking about like, okay, I want to work around people. So rather than just like, just work, yeah, definitely just find a way to serve in the church, but also find, try and think of the things that God has put in your heart and where the key yeah. things essentially, and where your position, the Bible talks about what, you know, where different pieces of the body. So think about which piece you are in the body and mm-hmm. try and get there, try to work there. So yeah, yeah. I, i i'm from that situation knew that i like working with people and also mm-hmm. that's kind of like what i do right now yeah so i wanted to also talk about some people so i <laughs> don't know if it's controversial but some people okay. think hey, i'm gonna work at a church because i want to get away from the world like i hate how toxic the world is and it's gonna be yeah. perfect working in a christian environment and maybe you can speak into that yeah what, what are some of the challenges sometimes that you get in working a christian in a church specifically because it we're not perfect the church is made up of people and you're also dealing with people from outside of the church so there's so many things that could happen so yeah speak on it
1: yeah gosh um yeah and no, of course uh <laughs> i think going back to what you said uh if your mindset to work for church is let me get away from the toxic, like the toxicness of um, like circular world, all of that kind of thing. I think your reasoning for working for church is from a wrong place straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one thing that you mentioned is passion. I love that because um, your passion will usually, your passion will usually indicate your gifting. A lot of times as Christians, we say, what are you gifting, what are gifting? And? and people don't know what they are. I usually say, hey, why are you passionate about? Because I think that's usually towards what naturally God has put in you. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, passion and also gifting is something massive. But if you're coming to work for church uh, because you're trying to get away from people, well, I pray that that will be your biggest shock because, and I say that so confidently because, Church is almost like a hospital, right? Like where you're getting people who are hurt and broken and dealing with things and and uh, wanting healing, right? So if you are going to hospital to say, hey, I wanna work, I wanna work at a place where there's gonna be medication so I can get some medication straight away. And because you're trying to avoid the people who are injured who are going to hospital, you're gonna be in a big shock because inevitably you're gonna find people. Who are injured. So if you're coming to church and you're thinking, yeah, I'm trying to get away from all that, like church is a perfect place where we invite people who are like that to come to to encounter God, right? But within the team though, um, like within the team, you will find that working for church requires more than your nine to five. I think uh it's not it's not something that you switch off from fully, like it's a pull on you almost like a burden that you ask for if you go back biblically like back in the old testament uh the priests would be the ones who carry the ark of the covenant of god and that represented the spirit of god but it was a heavy (laughs) thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i said oh we're going back i like
1: it right so like that that was a heavy thing do you know what i mean like so even though it came with like oh you work for church or there's a title like they were carrying the heaviest thing. Do you know what I mean? And they had to carry it everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And like the same thing, like you have to almost picture that, like, okay, you're carrying the burden of people or you're carrying the responsibility to be one, praying for people, to be uh, checking in on people, to be um asking for people, hey, how's life going? Doing with life with people. There'll be times where you're tired, but you're like, hey, let me just drop a text to someone because- They texted me saying the day isn't going too great. You're not counselors, but you're there to do life with them. Do you know what I mean? God has put you in, like God has put that responsibility on you. But I divert, I'm sorry. I'll come back. I'll come back to the question, right? So um, some of the challenges that personally I've faced, I think the first one that that hit me hard was that um, working for church, can sometimes take away weirdly enough from the relationship that you have with God. Because ask about which, which is which is a weird conundrum to find yourself in, right? But um what we tend to do is uh, because you're working for church, uh of course you're constantly talking about scripture, talking about the love of God, talking, pointing people to Christ, right? because you're doing that sometimes that can almost begin to look like your devotion right but actually your devotion is away from that like your devotion is your own personal one right
0: thank you so much for listening to the podcast I hope you enjoyed that do share it with loved ones as well if you would like counseling or coaching do book in a session with me there will be a link in the show notes if you'd like to ask any questions about that then email me on info at kingdomlifecoaching.co.uk if you'd love to collaborate with me or invite me to speak at your church or upcoming event then email podcast you are the salt at gmail.com thank you so much for listening in would love it if you could share this podcast with anybody that needs to hear it we'll catch you in the next episode and always remember that you are the salt